Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. But so what's your story? Okay, so a week or so ago, there was a production from New York City Center Encores, which if you don't know what that is, A, they're having a moment right now because the Into the Woods that went on to Broadway and is now touring around, that came from Encores. The show that Jay Armstrong Johnson is in right now, Parade, that started at Encores. And what Encores is, is they take a musical that hasn't been done in a really long time and they do a pared down and sometimes abridged version of it. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be focused on the orchestra. So it's a full orchestra and the orchestra is on stage. Like that's what they're highlighting is the orchestral piece. But they do like a staging of the show also and acting and and dancing. I think it's, it's a little bit more of the latter now than maybe it was a few years ago. Okay. That's also what Chicago came from, the one that's been running on Broadway for, you know, 25 years. Right. When they took the giant production of Chicago that was big and flashy and amazing, then Encores took it and they pared it down to very, very minimal stuff. And now that's what's just kept going because it's probably the biggest profit, (laughs) most profitable Broadway show that has existed since it's chairs and girls and underwear you know? <laughs> right <laughs> and prison bars yeah yeah okay so there was a production of oliver that they just did in which raul esparza was starring as fagin raul esparza is of svu fame mm-hmm. he plays ada rafael barba i didn't know until two or three months ago that he was also a broadway guy mm. uh, when i was fiddling around on Reddit and found on the SVU page, someone posted the link of him singing Being Alive from Company, which he was in like 2006, 2007, some around uh-huh. then. And then I fell in love. I, I already liked him. <laughs> I was like, oh, I really like this character. I like this actor. But then when like, he was singing, I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? Yeah. So he was in it. And I was like, so decided then and there, okay, I'm going to go see this. I have like three nights off this month (laughs) right which one of which was we were supposed to podcast (laughs) yes yes right and the other one i said okay i'm gonna this is the night that i'm gonna go see it because it's gonna like break up my my schedule a little bit more it's just gonna fit in nicely it was already it was a long week it was a long day but i said i'm gonna i'm going i'm so excited and i get there like they're making their pre-curtain announcements. No, no. And tonight's role of Fagin, usually played by Raul Esparza, will be played by Gavin Lee. 
okay, enjoy the show. It was like two seconds before the curtain opened. There was no announcement. Like usually they post it on the poster or they put an insert in the program. Nothing. It was a total surprise. Oh, isn't there usually a disclaimer in the program too that says they will not do switches like from the original casting? Um, Um, I don't, I have not ever seen that disclaimer in a program before. Stand by, stand by. Because I have my playbill here from Mm -hmm. the one show I got to see. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, it says, understudies never substitute for a listed performer unless a specific announcement is made at the time of the performance. So they did what they were supposed to do. Yes, they did what they were supposed to do. That's a bummer. That's, yeah. Or in the case of Sweeney Todd that Josh Groban is starring in right now, if you Mm -hmm. go on the website, it'll say Josh Groban will not be playing There's during specific these days nights he's already, or, yes yeah. exactly or yeah. thursday nights it's played by somebody else what have you there was none of that especially since it was only a two-week run anyway at this oh, Oliver. Sammy. i was crestfallen like crestfallen <laughs> and i was so upset i could not enjoy it enjoy the show mm-hmm. i couldn't enjoy it and it was really good the understudy did a great job but i just I couldn't, and I I did a shitty thing. People, please do not do what I did. Do as I say, not as I do. I left an intermission because <gasps> I was like, I, I I really could not enjoy myself. And so on Thursday, the night we were supposed to podcast, I said, I'm going to uh-huh. try this again because <laughs> I'm I live here. I have the privilege. <laughs> you know, it's right. not a crazy amount of money. I can spare it. I'm going to try this again. And he's had a night off. And then only two performances before that. He should be okay to yeah. to go again. And it was him. And it was a thousand percent worth it. He was uh. so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> so I did get to see my boyfriend, Raul Esparza. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, but I could totally understand your disappointment, though. Mm-hmm. I oh you are ready to go because you know what you're also just excited to be honestly to be there yeah i mean no matter how many shows you've seen mm-hmm. it's still like i'm here because it is still a production to get to go see a show yeah it's not just like hey let's go see a show yeah it's a production yes uh and so oh and especially if you wanted to see somebody specific and then you're like why am i here if it's not yeah, <laughs> it's not to see the person. Yeah, and I feel bad because everybody else did an amazing job. Right. I ha- I am in awe of the understudy because he had maybe one rehearsal with them mm. ever, or he learned it in just a, a few hours. Yeah. So what he did with that few hours was amazing. amazing. It's very yeah. very impressive. Yeah. Season four, episode 15, Death Takes a Holiday. Sam and Dean try to find out why people in a small town are having near-death experiences with alarming frequency by going into the spirit world. Written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Steve Boyum. Now, I didn't know this, but for some reason, there was a pause before um, this episode was, was released. Like there was a delay and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just a regular like holiday uh, reprieve hiatus 
but there was I I read something about and at first I thought it was because of Kim Manor's death. It might have been no, no, because he died. But it wasn't. January. He, he died. Right? Yeah, January twenty fifth. Okay, so um, this episode was released March twelfth, two thousand nine, and the previous one was February fifth, two thousand and nine. So there was a month. A month. A month off. Yeah. So it might have been. Well, they had a mid season premiere between episode ten and eleven. Went from November twentieth. 2008 to January 15th of the following year. Hmm. So I'm not sure. Hmm. I would just like to say, just like Supernatural, we took a small break between <laughs> yeah. our episodes. Anyway, interesting. So yes, unfortunately, Kim Manners did die during this season, and they ended up dedicating the entire season to, to Kim know. Manners. Um, yeah. But lung cancer. Eesh. It was weird Eesh. that it was this episode but maybe just because of the theme maybe that's why they chose to to wait because yeah his last he directed i think metamorphosis which was episode four mm. the rougarou um right. i think that was the last episode he directed he directed mm. maybe this was the last episode he produced or something i'm not or that he was a part of in some way during yeah. the filming. I don't know, but it but it was very sweet. You know, their last uh, at the end yeah. of this episode. There's they, yeah, those little That's Easter eggs, memorial, memorial. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Kim Manners. Also, um, X Files did a uh, a little call out to to Kim Manners. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, when X Files did their reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I forget what year it was. Um, but there's a scene where Mulder is in a in a cemetery and he's he's drinking and he's leaning up against a tombstone and it says Kim Manners, oh. uh, and it has his date, um, yeah. his, his 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 actual it, dates yeah. on it. Um, and it said, um, uh, it actually had a quote from Kim Manners. You know, like tombstones have like you know beloved father or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it said, uh, "Kick it in the ass." Which, which is apparently something that Kim Manners was known oh. to say. <laughs> so I thought that was really sweet. Um, little call out. He's he had his hand in a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of cool TV shows. So. Yeah. So death takes a holiday. Obviously, a film title. <laughs> was it a 1971 film uh, where death actually does take a holiday from being death and comes back to Earth is in human form and mm-hmm. is like. Why is everybody so scared of dying? What's going on? Yeah. And then he ends up falling in love with a human and is like, oh, <laughs> this is why people don't want to let go. Because no, it doesn't have really much to do with the episode. No, other anyway. than death isn't, <laughs> death isn't happening. While, yeah, death is while... not around. Yeah. Okay, so in our recap, it's very quick. But we do know that Pamela is back because they feature her past couple of appearances. Yay! Yes. Uh, Anna the Angel is talking about Lilith and the seals and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, flashback to Sam getting braggy mean uh, under the siren spell and the boys not really <laughs> reconciling after the fact. Are we good? No, no, you're not good. Mm. <laughs> no. Nope. So in our now... There's just two guys walking out of a bar chatting about fantasy football when 
a kid tries to mug them. He's got a gun. But there's another kid in the background, slams down a dumpster lid by he's accident. He's like taking out the trash from the restaurant. Yeah. Yes. And he's so enthralled or like in shock of what's happening. He accidentally, you know, drops the lid. Slams it the makes lid. a noise. The kid with the gun gets scared and he shoots one of the guys straight in the chest. You know, he runs away. The other guy calls the cop and his friend is like, it's okay, buddy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But the other guy's fine. The shot guy yeah, he, is fine. He sits right up and he's like, like huh? Nothing. Yeah, his buddy's like, why aren't you bleeding? You know, yeah. because he had his hand over the wound and he's like, there's no blood. And the guy's no like, blood. I don't know. Bullet, there's a bullet hole. Yeah. No blood. No blood. Dun, dun, dun. Title splash. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like. I liked both the recap and the and the teaser because it was so short it was yes. sweet short to the point great let's just move along and get yep. to let's get to the show can i point out because rather than stopping in the middle of all of this there's so much pop culture in this episode which is oh, kind of yeah. weird yeah um but so much i'm just gonna list it all yeah i started to and then i just yeah. gave up <laughs> <laughs> because it just kept happening yeah all right so there's a starsky and hutch call out about huggy bear joe the plumber was you know some political uh well let's just say he spoke out about obama's tax plan and he became like the republican mm. you know choir boy there's a reference to house there's a reference to happy days and chachi um, the Outsiders is referenced again. Mm -hmm. um, the Ramones, <laughs> uh, Demi Moore and Ghost, uh, Haley Joel Osment from The Sixth Sense, Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid, Yoda, <laughs> um, Amityville Horrors, um, Fight Club. Uh, that's where I stopped taking <laughs> notes. But I mean, I was like, wow, every other sentence is some sort of yeah. pop culture. But yeah, wow. Yeah, it was it was wild. Did uh did you did you look up who the the boy is? I had recognized him from an SVU episode, um, but I didn't look him up. Do you, do you know who he? He's Nemo. He's finding Nemo. He's the voice of Nemo. Wow. Yeah. So Alexander Gold is Gould is his name. I was like, so I was like. <laughs> Just in the first one, right? Not obviously in the second one. Uh, I, I'm assuming he was just in Finding Nemo. He was the first. He was Nemo. Well, in the second, uh, I guess, Finding Dory, I think Nemo mm -hmm. also makes an appearance in that movie. But that movie is like 15 years later, so I doubt oh. he was also the voice of <laughs> His Nemo. His voice dropped just yeah. a little bit. But yeah, no, he is. He's in Finding Nemo. He's the he's Nemo. Oh my god, that's so cute! <laughs> so I kept listening to see if I could hear little hints of Nemo. No, he's got the past yeah, puberty yeah. at that point. Yeah. So the the now now, uh, Sam and Dean are at a diner. Yay. Uh, Dean's, you know, at the jukebox, Eating. Sam is researching, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? um, uh, but Sam says that Bobby called and that, that he gave him an idea about this case, mm -hmm. uh, about people who aren't dying in this town. Like the guy who just got shot in the chest and didn't die. Yeah. Aren't uh, dying when they should be dying. Right. Um, <laughs> Dean said like when the, when Sam says this guy got shot with a nine millimeter, and didn't die and dean's first assumption is oh was he like shot in the ass <laughs> capped in the ass sam thinks it's possibly a crossroad demon deal mm -hmm. with people making deals to not die um and 
So Sam's like, you know, let's go check this out. Mm -hmm. But Dean stays at the table still eating and not because he's just Dean eating. But he he kind of looks up and is like, you sure you want me to go with you? You know, after all, I'm just holding you back. So he's still mulling the, oh, the wow. siren what a, song. What a passive aggressive moment for Dean. Yeah. He's so yeah. very butthurt about Sam's hurting his feelings i guess yes. like hurting his feelings under the siren spell which sam even says it's like that was the siren man come on it wasn't really me speaking. i yeah. thought we were past it it's like yeah yeah, yeah. we're past it yeah again past i say which... toxic masculinity at its best <laughs> yeah so clearly dean's still not not past uh. it um so now we go to the house of the gunshot survivor gray bull wyoming yes which is just, a real town it is <laughs> they are posed as bloggers of but the website floredbythelord.com. You know what's funny is I don't I find this more disturbing than if, if they had shown up as dressed as priests. I yeah. find it harder to uh, accept that they are faith bloggers than if they had just shown up dressed up as priests. Although Sam kind of evokes somebody of a of a youth group to me a little bit maybe it's the hair and the yeah flannel a little bit or something yeah yeah uh, but definitely not dean not dean lord by the lord which i did go to the <laughs> website to see if it exists it does not oh okay i didn't even think <laughs> i think well because i remember conan o'brien one year back in like early 2000s he had this bit where it was called horny manatee because this came out because one of his up in his back and forth with like andy richter or something he just mentioned yeah yeah people are going to horny manatee.com <laughs> off the cuff remark and then the next people night he was looking like, for it. yeah the next night i guess his producers came to him and said we now have to buy this website because anytime <laughs> you mention a website on air it has to be something that we own so people don't take it. Oh my and gosh. So they bought the website, the, the domain name hornymanatee.com and they made it into a bit for a long time. And now if you just go to hornymanatee.com, it takes you straight to NBC, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> but done. It was, they did build a website for it. So I was hoping I could find Oh, Lord by, the, by Lord. the Lord, and I couldn't find anything even in the Wayback Machine. So, oh, it must maybe have just they been... just maybe they just bought it and put a placeholder that said "coming soon" <laughs> for a while. But now, but now it is available. So, listeners, if you are interested in the website "Floored by the Lord," by the Lord. it's uh, up for grabs. Oh well, thank you, Supernatural, for putting <laughs> it on hold. So. Sam and Dean are uh, questioning and in interviewing uh, the guy who got shot and didn't die and says, basically, what makes you like, what happened? What do you think? Why do you think this is a miracle? Because the guy has been telling people it's a miracle. His bottom line is he said, you know, I wasn't a good dad. I wasn't a good husband, you know, not particularly good. Uh, and so I think this is God's way of giving me a second chance, which ding, 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 which is what, you know, Dean's been saying about his particular experience with yes. God. He then the guy also says something about the angels are watching over him, which mm -hmm. is kind of a magic phrase that has been used word for word throughout 
this season. Yeah. Sam, meanwhile, goes straight to the point. He's like, have you gone to a crossroads? Which, if someone were to ask me, have you been to a crossroads? Like, that that's not a word term, that but... phrase yeah it's not a common term that it was like what do you mean a crossroads to where what are you talking about an intersection yes, sure an intersection. Yes. <laughs> i drive through them all the time yes um have you seen anyone with black eyes he's going straight to the point and now this guy is like who the hell are you guys what is going on yeah red eyes black eyes i have a yeah. question for you did you feel because i did that sam and dean's roles switched in this 100 percent 100% because like you said Dean's being all emotional and butthurt mm-hmm. and during the that moment where he's like well I guess we're okay there was like melancholy music playing mm-hmm. you know it wasn't any supernatural music and yeah there's there's only one moment later on where Sam is like bedside Sam mm-hmm. uh, but the rest of the time he is all straightforward and not only straightforward cut to the chase but lies yeah you know, and, and his emotional connection to people is not there. Yeah. But in this scene in particular, it was very obvious because mm-hmm. Dean, I felt, was being very bedside-y. Yes. And like, oh, yeah, I can tell. I understand what you mean. Yeah. I yep. get it. I get it, guy. Where Sam is just like, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Yeah. What are you doing? And, and it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's when it's when the guy is like, and who are you again? Mm-hmm. So at this time, it's not Dean who asks the inappropriate or, uh-huh. or awkward question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Sam. And that's so it's you know, they're like, all right, well, end of discussion. Yep. <laughs> so we're at the we find Sam and Dean at their motel mm-hmm. at the what is it called? The Broken Pony. Wait, no, I wrote it down. Uh, broken Saddle. I was close. Oh, the Broken Saddle Motel, which is like totally lives up to its name because it's like dingy. <laughs> The walls are weird. Um, it's just a weird motel. I like this motel. <laughs> it was, I mean, it had some great color schemes because it had some like uh, some of that whitewash with green, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was grungy. It was like the one from, I forget what, it, I think the first Trickster episode, maybe. Remember, it was a really kind of gothic one where the boys are getting angry at each other because things are are mysteriously happening. happening yeah yes right the money clip the the tires yes, the car mm-hmm. yeah bobby is um, like come on you guys <laughs> did you notice in this there's like it's a weird motel room just there's like a bathroom in the corner of the room that's not there's no door it's literally <laughs> the corner of the room with a shower curtain <laughs> you can see like no, the see tiles that. on the wall it's like because they have those room dividers but this weird room divider is by the bathroom weird it's not by the front door it's not by the i was like what's going on <laughs> what why is why is dean able to be in the bathroom talking to sam but there's no door <laughs> it's it comes up it comes up later but um dean's been they both been researching no deals have been made from any of the the, the living dead people uh no skeevy faith healers a little call back to a mm-hmm. uh, to faith Sam found a cancer survivor who went out to anniversary dinner with his wife a day after the plug had been pulled, pulled. on him. Yeah, so souls just aren't getting dragged into the light, so yeah. they say. And this is so. where, like, Sam hits the nail on the head. He's like, well, maybe there's no one to take them. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. there's no Reaper. Where mm-hmm. are they? Right. What's going on? Right. And uh, I find it interesting that Dean, you know, harkens back to his first Reaper experience, which is when he got electrocuted in in faith 
when the the camp the oh, faith the healing the camp that was controlled being by the, controlled by the yes. guy that's right that's yes right. that's yeah. that's what's that one. uh so yeah so no reapers equals no death so why aren't the reapers reaping right um so then and... they want to talk to the last person who did actually die in this town which was a kid a, a kid mm -hmm. a kid because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like a dead kid and i combined the word um <laughs> about 10 days ago so let's go talk to this dead kid yeah a normal you phrase know, in there that's what we do <laughs> right life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fun so, fact yeah uh -huh. so they're in the graveyard they're trying to do some sort of seance uh sam is kind of sure it's gonna work mm. yeah dean is uncharacteristically skeptical yeah normally he's like let's do this thing and he's yeah. there like he that's what they do is they call on the dead or they like you know bring out the ghost ship spirits brother and yeah, yeah. you know the the zombie chick who you know anyway yeah but this time he's like i don't know so you sure this is gonna work yes and i i think maybe he doesn't want it to work because a couple seconds later he's like the a bunch of people are going to die if we solve this case yeah. maybe i don't know maybe. they're good people they shouldn't they shouldn't be dead yeah. sam is black and white there's a natural order to things and nope. here, I loved this because Dean, this is the theme of Supernatural. <laughs> You're kidding, right? You don't see the irony in that? We're like the poster boys of Unnatural Order. All we do is ditch death. Yep. I'm all for the salt and burning of, mm -hmm. of stuff. You know, want me to kill a That's demon? All, I'm yeah. there. But not this. This is good people dying because we're, we're interfering, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Sam retorts with like, yeah, exactly. We're not normal. I have demon blood infections. You were in hell and escaped. Right. So <laughs> literally. So yeah, we are not normal. Yeah. <laughs> Which very matter of fact, not very Sam like. Yep. And also not very uh, like hearkening back to Sam always saying, you know, we're, you know, we're not all killers type of thing. Mm -hmm. But they're interrupted by some guy with a flashlight. And, uh, you know, he's like, is this devil worship? And you know, Dean says, oh, it's not what you think, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, it's not what it looks like, but I got nothing. <laughs> My question is, why didn't they say, what, what are you doing out here with a flashlight? <laughs> you know, I was like, wouldn't that be the next question? It's like, oh, well, I don't know what we're doing out here. What are you doing out here? Yeah. I don't um, know. I guess I just assumed it was a security graveyard security guy i don't know <laughs> well i i took it in stride i didn't have any questions about the guy with the flashlight but it's not a security guy and it's not just a guy with a flashlight it's alistair he's there back and he's got the that's alistair um and he shows us his white eyes mm -hmm. and he calls sam by his name and now we know that the boys are in trouble because alistair is here he alistair like flings like mind blasts dean mm -hmm. you know across the cemetery and cracks his head into a tombstone uh he tries to then to fling sam but sam doesn't like whoosh out of the way he doesn't fling doesn't budge and in fact sam is like haha look what i can do now and he does it to alistair uh -huh. flings him up against a tree with his mind what yep. the fuck and alistair as he's being held up against a tree by by sam's force of will it's like, oh, you've been solo flexing with your little slut, which I'm just going to say, poor Ruby. I know. <laughs> you know it's just like, 
girl can have sex and not be a slut. But I get what they're saying. Yeah. But I also love that Alistair referenced solo flex. Do you know what that is? No. Solo flex came out in the eighties. It was um, it was like work. It was a brand of workout equipment. It was like the home gyms that you know the oh, weightlifting like gym kind of thing. Right. Mm. Solo flex was first. Then oh. Bowflex came out, and I have to wait. Oh, can I share something with you on this? Wait, yes. wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry. So when I was in high school, Solo Flex posters. Yeah. I didn't have this poster because I was still, I'm going to just say I was maybe a freshman in, uh-huh. in in high school, but my sister had this. Oh my God. <laughs> and I used to sneak into her room because, you know, I wasn't allowed in my sister's room yeah. much. But I used to go in there and just look at the poster. <laughs> but this was their their motto was a hard man is good to find. Oh, I see. That was their their workout motto. <laughs> so I the reason I went through all this is because I was particularly tickled that Alistair mentioned Solo Flex. And this is in 2009. He's referencing yeah. Solo Flex, which was, you know, it phased out. You know, mm-hmm. it may have still been around in the 90s. I mean, it's still around, but it's not a thing. Yeah. So the fact that this like guy, this this demon, <laughs> mentioning Solo Flex in 2009, I was like, oh my god. So I had to. I had to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it absolutely made me giggle. That was a lot of. A lot of reference for a one-liner throwaway. <laughs> um, so anyway, Alistair <laughs> escapes from his meat suit because <laughs> Sam tries to exercise him and he leaves before then. So Alistair is is gone. Smokes out. But you're left with holy shit, Sam. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, Dean's still knocked out, so he doesn't see any of this. Yeah, yeah. We, next time we see him, he's back in the hotel nursing his probable his concussion. Con- concussion. Yeah, with ice on his head. And then when he asks Sam about, well, what happened? Sam tells a very obvious lie about yep. <laughs> how Alistair got away. And Dean sees it. He's like, listen. Everybody you know? can see this. He's not a good liar. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, fine. He's like, fine, keep your secrets, but just don't treat me like an idiot. Yes. Which is like the first really good thing, uh, first Dean Dean thing that he said mm-hmm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean good thing, but it's like Dean is kind of, pulling his boots back on yeah. at this point and, and not hiding his skepticism either he's like i, I know you're lying and yeah. i'm not going to try to hide that i that i know you're yeah lying. but we need to you know but we need to keep going with this case so we'll come back mm-hmm. to this so bobby calls bobby has called yes. in the meantime uh and given more information like yes i think it's a reaper i think the reapers have been kidnapped too so i am patting you on the back for your detective work Mm-hmm. you know demons are, are kidnapping reapers and he finds out sam has has researched that if by by kidnapping and killing a reaper um you can break a seal yes it's if they kill a reaper under the solstice moon which is tomorrow a seal <laughs> is broken and yep. this i went into a little rabbit hole down wow. because i'm not really familiar with that book with the book of revelation he spouts out like this little poem and throws it off as it's an obscure reference to a really old translation of the you know revelations right so i just typed that in to google <laughs> to see what came up and it's it seems like it's bits and pieces of different chapters of the book 
oh, that they okay. that supernatural put together up, yeah, and turned it into a fancy little poem. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think that there are sixty-six seals, but just six or seven. That's what I keep reading. Yeah, but maybe we've mentioned this before. I can't remember honestly, but that's what. I didn't read the whole book of Revelation, obviously, but mm-hmm. just they said, and then the the fifth seal, and then the sixth seal, and then they mentioned sort of a seventh seal, and then I didn't see any more references to seals, ah, like higher oh, numbers well, than that. We may have to actually research. I know. I guess, like, <laughs> it is kind of a juicy, juicy little book, though. It's like, maybe I should just read it. Read it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't just Google it? Yeah. Um. So they need to go talk to a reaper, but the only way they could do that is if you are dead or dying. So right. they're like, we could use an angel. Well, why would you think that? That's what I thought that was an interesting. Why would you think an angel's going to help you at this point? Because yeah. the angels have done nothing. Right. I was like, oh, we could use an angel. No, I don't think so. So yeah, so we need to save the reaper. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like that. Like we become ghosts. Oh, point blank. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll just die a little bit. It's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Enter Pamela. Yes. Yay, Pamela. Yuck. Yes, hot psychic medium uh, who had her eyes burned out by, by Castiel mm-hmm. uh, and still pissed about it. <laughs> yeah. Can't blame her. And of course, you always are awkward around, <laughs> I will always say the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, around somebody. Yep. 100%. And they, you know, Sam says the wrong thing, like, hey, you're a sight for sore eyes, which she automatically takes as, is that a, <laughs> you know, a blind joke? Yeah. I, but also in Sam's defense, that's the same thing Bobby said uh, the first time we see Pamela is your sight for, for, uh, sight for sore eyes. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of sass going back and forth. There's a lot of flirting going back and forth, but eventually the boys do convince her that she needs to help them. Otherwise there will be no leather pants or Ramones. <laughs> No Ramones. Um, and she's like, well, who's who Who thought of astral projection as the way of doing this? And Sam's like, I mean, Dean is like, <laughs> me. <laughs> and she's like, great, brilliant idea. Um, so not killing them, just doing astral projection. Yes. So they're not ghosts. They are having out-of-body experiences yes. because I did look this up. This, mm. was, this was fun. Um, here's the definition of astral projection. Okay. Uh, voluntary, voluntary out-of-body experience or the act of leaving your body while sleeping i came across i kid you not how to astral project safely in seven easy steps i love There's the internet a wiki for astral projection i love the internet that's amazing and you try it, it um i read it yeah <laughs> um i did not try it because some of it seems silly um uh-huh. But it's really just about meditation and deep relaxation and trying to visualize being out of your body type of thing. And I love that one of the steps is like, you should now see yourself laying on your bed. You (laughs) you are now in the, it literally is like, and you are now an astral. I was like, really? So as a, as an out of body experience, I'm still reading the handbook on, Uh (laughs) on what steps to take next. Um, as opposed to Pamela, who thinks this is insane because it's ripping your soul out of your body. So slightly different take yeah. on astral projection. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also, like I said, she's still mad. I didn't want to be invited into your stupid, you know, angel demon, so 
greaser mm-hmm. uh, battle, which is the outsider's reference. So she lays them down, does the some sort of Latin incantation, which is that part of the seven steps, a Latin incantation? It's not. Interesting. It's not. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I decoded what the Latin incantation is. Uh-huh. It says, the mind wants to be deceived, so let it be deceived. And then mm. the vis 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 thing is force force force, which I'm not quite sure why that's oh. that's in there. See, I, but I yeah, thought the it mind... was maybe like see see something about sight. Yeah, vision. Yeah. Know, yeah, vis in Latin is interesting. Yeah, like in yeah, so invincible type of thing. Uh, so yeah, so it makes sense though. Let the mind be deceived. Dean doesn't think it works, and then he notices that <laughs> he. His it's, body is still laying on the bed. You should now be looking at <laughs> yourself lying looking on the at bed. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has reached step, step number four. five. Yeah. Five, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Sam is now next to him. So they have, Pamela did her thing. Yes. Uh, they are now in the in the veil, so to speak. Yes. And I like um, that they have like a color palette change for the veil. It's a little bit more yeah. subdued and muted. Uh, yes, a little bit grayer. Yep. Ast- as they are astral projected. She's talking to them. They can't talk back or she can at least hear them. And she says, mm-hmm. don't worry, I'm going to whisper the incantation to bring you back. Goes to Sam and whispers, you have got a great ass. Which at first I thought that's a weird incantation to bring somebody back. <laughs> like I will say the magic words and you will awaken refreshed and you have great ass. Um, so clearly that's not it, but I, I misread what she was doing. I just love that Dean's like, what'd she say? What'd she say? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. So I'm going to point out there's a switch here in Dean. There's so much horn dog Dean now for the rest of this episode. I'm like, what? Jesus. Because he makes a comment about once he realizes that he's in the veil and he's like, let's go feel up Demi Moore. You know, that's the ghost reference. Um, yes. But yeah, he he horn dogs his way through this a couple of times. And I'm like, yeah, gross. And then like five minutes, not even five minutes later, when they're making their ghostly way around town, Dean has, uh, his attention span has dropped. And he's like, let's just go peep the dressing rooms at Victoria's Secret. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, we're not finding any demons. We're not finding any reapers. Let's just go, you know, Google naked women while they can't see us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he um, turned into that invisible kid from wishful thinking. Yes. <laughs> He's yes. using his ghostly powers for Sorry, Mrs. Johnson. Yeah. Right. So we know that they're ghosts or that they're in the veil because like a jogger in the real world is able to run right through them, which is kind of fun. And Dean's like, Hey, this is cool. He tries to do the same thing to Sam. Sam is not <laughs> having it. You yes. know, Get out of me. <laughs> Get out of me. Get your hand out of me. And then Sam spots a kid looking at them through the window, and then he does the ghostly glitchy it's... operation ex- exit, and they recognize it as the dead kid that it's Dean had researched boy. from yeah. earlier. Yeah, Cole Griffith, I'm just going to point out that the Haley Joel Osman in uh, Sixth Sense, his name, his character's name is Cole. <laughs> the dead boy. Okay. So in Cole's house, Cole's mom is wandering around sad, but saying things like, I think I, I think you're still here. I think I feel you, you know, can you give me a sign that you're still here? Cue a soccer ball to her face. (laughs) I was like, wow. 
and Sam and Dean walk in in time to have the mom like rush through their bodies as yeah. she's leaving the room. And uh, they're like, hey, 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 how's it going? Because the boy like is now throwing balls at them. Mm-hmm. Sam is like, you know, stop, stop. Dean's like, how'd you do that? So two very different approaches to what's happening. And this is where I think Sam turns into bedside Sam for just a second because he tries to calmly say, to the boy who's like you know who are these two guys who are talking to me like i don't know how to tell you this everything's okay except you're dead <laughs> he knows he knows that he's dead you know he yeah. he's like yeah i know i was outside i had a bad asthma attack on a really cold day which i didn't know that would make it worse but you know then uh I, then i died I died I and died. Uh, some creepy guy tried to uh take me away but i didn't yeah. want to go so i I, I didn't. stayed. And then some um, black smoke came to take the Reaper away. Yep. So suddenly the lights flicker, there's wind in the house, and um Cole glitches out and disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this wispy, like white figure comes swooping through the house, and uh, it turns out it's another Reaper. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dean go chasing after, like, hey, 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 you know, come back. And down come the stairs is is Tessa from uh, from Dean's accident after mm-hmm. they got hit by the, uh, the semi truck. Yes. Yep, and she recognizes them, particularly Dean. And Dean mm-hmm. is like, "Excuse me, have we met?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just you're gonna have to tell me who you are, or you have to refresh me or remind yes. me. And she does so by making out with him. Yeah, which he doesn't even take a step back from, which I thought was funny, is that she steps into his face and kisses him, and he just stands there and... And he's like, okay. I mean, what? Of course he would. He's like, oh, cute girl. Right? Although a reaper... (laughs) Although if it's also a reaper and a monster, and he's so against, like, monsters, he just made a comment to Sam the previous episode, all you do is, you know, sleep with monsters. (laughs) And here is one uh, making out with him. Yep. It was a weird, it was, that was just a weird. Yeah. So that's the way that she now, she's refreshed his memory. He sees everything that happened in my time of dying. He sees the car accident. He sees himself in the hospital and he sees her as a, as a reaper. Um, so Sam and Dean tried to convince Tessa um, to not reap. Don't take the kid. Um, you know, just leave, just leave town is what they're trying to do is like, you're in danger, you know, you're in danger, girl, Molly um leave town and she says no no this is my job this is what i gotta do so they say okay just hold off on reaping the kid while we figure all this stuff out please don't take the boy she agrees yeah um yeah this was interesting because i would feel like she would want them to help her considering demons are taking reapers you know that's her 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 tribe her 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 race (laughs) her people yeah wouldn't she want someone to, if someone is disrupting her natural order of things, her job? Yeah. Right. I don't know. It was, it was interesting. She was just like, no, I'm not going to help. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe she was just in a hurry to, you know, double time since I guess so, yeah. <laughs> making up for the lack of Reapers. Um, so, but the reason they need Cole, they need Cole because they need him to tell them about black smoke and you know what's been going on yeah where it um, is and you know because he yeah. knows he knows where it's been living or stationed at yeah. so sam takes his bedside sam to go talk to cole to see if he can get him to trust him and to tell him what happened 
And so he, in telling Cole, uh, like trying to get him to start answering questions, he, he lies to him. He's like, I can make sure all this goes away, that you can stay here with your mom because that's what you want. The Reaper won't take you. I will, you know, I'll make sure that doesn't happen. You know, shake on it, pal, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lies right to the kid's face. And the kid believes him and is like, okay, I trust you. Last time, I can tell you where the smoke is. The smoke was at my funeral. At the cemetery? Yeah. No, at the funeral home. And meanwhile, um, that's happening. Tessa and Dean are having a, a weird, flirty, heart-to-heart because yeah. he's the one that got away from her, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> she always gets her man. And he's come to the conclusion, you know, I've always felt like something was was missing or there was something that was holding me back from enjoying life. And it's because now that I have all these memories is I wish mm-hmm. that I would have gone with you. I wish I would yeah. have just... Just stepped into the light. Yes. Yep. Let it all yep. go and not have to deal with all this pain of, you know, losing yeah. my brother, then my later dad. losing my father, this hell yep. nonsense. Yep. Tessa doesn't seem to be at all moved by this, by the way. She looks, she like, her face is like soft and gentle, but she's mm-hmm. like, and, you know, she, yeah. she, she jumps into, does she do this yet? No, 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 um, it's later because no, he was like, I feel like somebody's giving me a second chance because I was an asshole. And, and then someone pulled me up from hell. And then Someone's Sam interrupts them. Second them. chance. Yes. Second chance, yeah. So Sam interrupts. He's got Cole. And he tells them, you know, about the black smoke at the funeral home. So they're like, Cue black Great. smoke. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. The the wind, the, the glitchy, the, the lights, the wind, and a massive cloud of black smoke blows into the house, swoops around everybody, and flies out again. And now Tessa's gone. Yeah. The boy oh, is crap. still there, but Tessa's gone. Yeah. And, you know, Dean's like, well, how are we supposed to deal? How are we supposed to fight against that? Mm-hmm. You know, we're just these two guys. And, you know, Q, Q Cole teaching the boys how to be ghosts. Yes. This is a total ripoff of Ghost the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I think I, is, yeah. It's very <laughs> funny. It's the Vincent Schiavelli, who's like the subway ghost, who's teaching Patrick Swayze how to ghost you know, how yep. to get mad and, and focus your things. anger. Yes, yes. exactly. I exactly. like that they reference Mr. Miyagi and this kid is like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so yes. our, our first lesson is making things move by concentrating really hard. Telekinesis, very is that it? it? Is there, yeah, telekinesis? Yeah, telekinesis. Okay. Yeah. Second lesson, fight club. Yes. Getting mad and beating up the boys. That was fun to watch. This kid just beating the living shit out of Sam Back, and Dean. Backhand Dean, mm-hmm. punch Sam. Yeah, both boys enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and the third lesson is the glitchy apparating that ghosts tend to do. Yeah, how to disappear in one spot and reappear in another. Yes. And, and that's I like, like how the Dean, ex- thing. It, Dean is excited about this. these classes. Like, you gotta teach us this. You gotta yes! teach us that. <laughs> Yeah, even the kid is like, this is the cool part. Yeah. You know? So now the boys, armed and ready and graduating ghost school, go off to the funeral home, which is covered in supernatural sigils and symbols and... With the dark... Languages, (laughs) yes. (laughs) They don't know what it is. They're like, oh, well, maybe this is only something you see when you're in the veil. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't Um, stop them from entering because they are able to. Yep. And uh, so inside the funeral home, they uh, they come across Tessa and some old guy reaper who are laying on the ground in some sort of painted trap 
mm-hmm. and they seem to be either knocked out or asleep, but they're not they're not moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean sees a guy like standing guard, uh, and he's like, "Watch this!" And so Dean like glitches out and does literally does the reappear tap tap on the <laughs> shoulder, <laughs> you know, and then as the guy turns to be like, "Who's that?" You know, punches the guy. And then disappears, reappears, punches the guy. This goes on for a little bit. Sam yeah. gets into the action. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they knock this guy sort of out. They knock him out of the way. And you hear somebody else come into the room grunting and groaning. And it's this guy who's dragging chains, you know, who ends up encircling Sam and Dean in now like these iron chains. Yeah. And I'm like, how did they not just step out of the way? Honestly, because he's like, oh, <laughs> you know, as he's stepping into the room, clearly he's burning himself. So he's a demon. He's burning himself on these chains. But I was like, this guy made so much noise. How did Sam and Dean not just be like, I, I, I feel like it was maybe they for, forgot, forgot for a second that ghosts can't get near iron. Okay. You know, I think they were just having so much fun because I wrote down being a ghost is pretty rad, except for that whole <laughs> iron thing. <laughs> which the demons put to good use you know i think right. they were so caught up in the moment it's like woohoo we're beating up these demons yeah that they forgot yeah. oh forgot. we're not completely we uh, invulnerable yeah. <laughs> so now they're trapped inside this circle of of iron and cue enter alistair mm-hmm. alistair walks in and does this he doesn't say hello boys but he goes boys, boys. which i was like he has his hello boys moment Yes, yeah, so Mine. this is not, this is the third actor now that has been Alistair, I believe. The first one, which I who I loved, loved I loved him. the first guy, the pediatrician. Yeah. And then his, there's the cemetery his body guy. Had been, yeah, his body had been incinerated by that weird angel trickery moment that they did in the barn right. or wherever yep. they were. Um, yes, then the cemetery guy, and now this guy. Now this guy, who. Uh, by the way, was on Stargate and Stargate Atlantis, and he was in a SVU. lot of things. Yeah, what's his name? Hold on, I don't. Uh, I want to mention him because Christopher Hiredal. Yes, Smallville. He was also on Smallville. Yes, um, I loved him. I yeah. loved him in this. He, I, I love him. It was like, oh yeah, he was took... it? It's like Marlon Brando. Yeah, he took that Godfather thing that the first guy was doing and like upped it a few notches and it yes. did take me i remember when i first saw this guy yeah you're like oh god what is this it was a, it took me a minute to to get used to it but then i really enjoyed it yeah me too and it's like i can't i now i i, I enjoy like impersonating him yes it kind of hurts i'm not gonna do that that's okay <laughs> uh so clearly this was a trap because he's like you find the place okay you know yeah so so Alistair, not a dummy, mm-hmm. while he's monologuing to the boys, uh, another demon comes up, hands him a shotgun, and Alistair proceeds to shoot Dean with rock salt. Yep. And it's like, not so funny when the rock salt's in somebody else's gun, yeah. you know, basically. And, uh, you and know, I, I loved that as he's doing this monologue, every now and then he'll just shoot, shoot one them. of them for fun. <laughs> yep. And yep. he even spoke about this in an interview. He was he said it, it was one of those things they had to just basically duck down out of frame so they could do their effect thing later. But it was mm-hmm. like 
whack-a-mole almost you know where he'd oh. shoot and then he'd just <laughs> pop down and then pop back up and then pop down and then pop oh back my up. gosh <laughs> that's i love that stuff yeah. <laughs> it's like how'd they do that no they literally the actors have to like fall on the floor yeah. and stand back up and fall on the floor and stand back up so what we learned though in this whack-a-mole uh rock mm-hmm. song uh moment is that they don't alistair doesn't just kill one reaper and he breaks a seal he has to kill two reapers I, I thought it was interesting because they say you can't kill death or you think you're going to kill death. And I was like, well, reapers aren't death, mm-hmm. right? Reapers work, you know, alongside death. So I thought that was interesting that they're talking about death takes a holiday because we, we meet death, you know, spoiler alert, we meet death. Well, he says it here too, because when Alistair whoops out that scythe, yeah, you know, they're like, like a, really? A friend of mine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to use that little on the nose? And he was like, well, mm-hmm. you know, my, my friend, the pale horseman, you know, he's yeah. got he three others. Horse. So yeah. he he mentions death. Like I know. The, I just think it's the boss death. Yes. Um. So that was, that was just, it just kind of confused me for a hot second. Cause I'm like, they talk about killing death while they're holding a reaper. And I'm like, the reaper isn't death. The reaper, you know. Yes. But, but, but also we don't really know that yet. I don't think it while Alistair mentions, yes, you know, the pale horseman, who is death? Mm-hmm. I think maybe the boys, de- I don't know if they realize that there is like death. a boss death, right? Okay. That Reapers to them as of now, all they have seen they is are a death. representation of, be- of death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I know too much to, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a hard much. thing is when you've yeah. seen these a million times, you're like, but wait, it's like, oh, but in, in in the canon at this point it hasn't it hasn't right. happened yet. okay all right so i'll let that i'll let that go let it go so but sam says you know shoot us all you want you can't kill us mm-hmm. and alistair's like oh contraire yeah. yes yeah <laughs> um cut to pamela back in the uh in the in the non-realm um watching over the boys as they <laughs> astro project um and you hear like floors creaking you know, the curtains are blowing and uh, you're like, oh, <laughs> something's afoot. Yeah. Uh, she thinks there's something afoot. So she gets up and like locks the hotel door and puts that little chain on the door. I'm like, well, that's not, that's not really effective. Not feeling very confident in Pamela's ability to. Well, also, she's <laughs> blind. So. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm not feeling very be, confident. She, she may be able to like feel presence and stuff like that, but. Uh, she she's, she's limited blind. in uh, how she can fight back because she yeah. physically cannot see them. So yeah. this was a mistake to just have one person and that one person be a blind person, right? Watching, watching over, over there, a very sleeping. dangerous situation. <laughs> Maybe yes. they should have brought in yes. reinforcements, <laughs> right? <laughs> so cut back to Alistair, who is holding up that scythe now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he does mention the, the four horsemen, um, which I'll and just they say are jonesing for an apocalypse. There's yep. some some big old foreshadowing there. Yep. In the one he's done talking about this, uh, he grabs uh, Alistair grabs the older gent, the older creepy <laughs> Reaper guy, hoists him up. Uh, does some Greek incantation and just slices his neck and kills him. Mm-hmm. And the Latin that he, uh, of course, there's like thunder and lightning and a white flash and wind. So the death of a reaper is not a small thing. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty big physical moment. The uh, Latin that he incants uh, is, wait for it, 
Um, do, 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 do. Oh, here's the Reaper's blood. Uh, that something, something, something. That seal, I Lucifer. It's this was stupid. Okay. <laughs> Here is the Reaper of Blood that seals that I would Lucifer binds the reference. Let him open and rise. So terrible Latin. Well, that's a. Uh, is that a direct translation? It's a direct translation. Okay, so direct so, translations are always the worst. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. So basically, it, we get the gist though. Yeah. Here's the Reaper's blood. Let Lucifer rise. Essentially. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and Reaper dies, and Alistair immediately moves on to Tessa and grabs Tessa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the boy, Sam, kind of gets this idea, maybe we can ghost the chandelier off the ceiling. And he does this without words. He just, like, he kind of eyes Dean, eyes the chandelier, eyes Dean, eyes the chandelier. You're like, And they both hey, look up at the chandelier. Why don't yep. we do this? Do the thing. Yeah. So they do, you know, they do the little ghost telekinesis thing. And just as Alistair's finishing his incantation and is about to slice Tessa's neck open, Chandelier falls down straight onto the trap, breaks the seal, yep. and she is released. However, um, in the kind of midst of this, back in the hotel room, Pamela does encounter uh, a demon who has been sent there to kill the boys. But he goes yep. for her first, since she's, you know, on... <laughs> on guard (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she's able to uh she she tries to like fight this guy off and she's able to run to sam's body to try to start to bring him back Mm -hmm. um and in the middle of her secret incantation uh the demon pulls her back and stabs her brutally Mm -hmm. in the stomach in the meantime the chandelier has fallen the boys are able to uh boys and tessa are able to glitch out and they yeah, escape tessa takes them away you know she glitches yep. out of her trap she goes to them and drops the chain operates them yeah. out. bye-bye yes. <laughs> he's got to get his bye-bye so alistair is thwarted for the moment um dean and tessa reappear outside on the street but there's no sam mm-hmm. sam, sam however has been called back to life by pam, pam. in yep. the hotel room so he wakes up not just in time like he get he wakes up after, after just after pamela has been stabbed she's crumpled on the ground he goes and exercises this demon in no time flat like doesn't yep. even i don't even remember if he vocalized any words or if he just put his hand out and he like, just crunched he just him put, up. His, put his hand out and yeah. gripped the air in a fist yeah. and, and then just it was choked done. yeah literally like choked the demon out of uh-huh. this guy yeah. And no bloody nose, no shaking, no real effort, other just like straight anger, mm-hmm. you know? He goes to Pam, who is like, huh, that's right. No one can die in this town, so right. I'm okay. Asks for a drink instead of going to the hospital. Such a cool chick. I just want to point out. <laughs> she's, yeah. She's, she knows what's going on. She knows yeah. what's going on. So, yes. you know, she's like, Sam, just make me a drink. Yeah. So back in the realm, uh, Dean who's alone on the street, runs into Alistair. Mm-hmm. And Alistair does some more, like, mind fuckery to Dean. Like, oh, you just, I'm, I'm going to be here all the time because I'm in your head. You you just can't stop yeah. thinking about me because I'm there and I will always be a part of you. And then suddenly, Alistair is struck by, like, white, blue, painful lightning. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> gone. Dean says, what the hell? <laughs> Castiel says, not quite. 
Yeah. You know, so poof, there's there's Castiel. Who turns out he was there the whole time, just watching oh. over them while they did this. In fact, he was the one who sent them there, posing yep. as Bobby. Bobby. Yep, yep, yep. And Dean's like, wait, so you've been here the whole time and you didn't <laughs> step in, like for the whole rock salt being shot at yeah. us, the whole pain thing. And it turns out that uh, while Castiel was there watching, they couldn't enter the room because the sigils on the outside are the are actual uh, angel warding. Yeah. Angel proofing. <laughs> yes. Um, and he also mentions that they didn't just kill Alistair. They now have captured Alistair. So the angels have Alistair. And they couldn't have done it without you and Dean, uh, without you and Sam. Yeah. And Dean's like, why, why trick us? Like you, yeah. you, you said you were Bobby. Why trick us? And a moment of honesty from from Castiel, who says, anytime we've asked you to do something, you've done the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so this was the this was the only way we could get you to step in. And not only did you step in, but you saved the day. You saved the seal. The seal didn't get broken. Yeah. You know, but Dean's like. But now all these people are going to die. Yeah. All the people that you know didn't die are going to die. Can't you, as an angel, do anything about this? And Cassiel says no. And he's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he brings up again, you saved me and I was murdering souls, mm -hmm. you know, in hell. But yet you still, you know, saved me. And these people are just normal, good people. But Cassiel says, can't do it. You're special or something yeah, like that. Special. And then he you're angel special. flaps away. So the flap, 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 flap. Disappeared. Dean and Tess are at Cole's, who is pissed at Sam for promising that he didn't have to go. And now he is forced with that choice. Yep. Tess is very gentle, though, in her persuasion, saying, look at your mother. Look at how much pain she's in because she's constantly going to feel you here. You know, she's not ever going to feel the release of saying goodbye Goodbye, yeah of saying that goodbye and then dean steps in and says listen i know you're scared i was scared and i mm -hmm. am scared but someday she's not going to be here I'm gonna be left all alone yeah what he doesn't mention though and i thought it was interesting is that the progression of a of a soul that's that doesn't you know go with yeah. the reaper they don't mention the the anger and the evil and the twisted that mm -hmm. ends up happening. So, again, Dean is now the gentle one saying, "Yeah, you know, it's okay, it's yeah, okay." Because that's kind of that would be kind of a scared straight situation, you know, where it's like, "This is what you're gonna turn into," right? How, how they do at prisons and stuff like that, <laughs> um, which was not the right choice to make with this kid. Mm -hmm. He is there for his mother to keep his mother protected and. Uh, in his company, which looks like that's what she wants, but then he's realizes, yeah. oh, but yeah, she's sitting there weeping over photo albums and drinking. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe this isn't isn't it's good for her. And he he gives in. He's like, okay, and and ends up going to to Tessa. Asks if Dean is going to go along, you know, and mm -hmm. Dean's like, well, not right now, but I'll be there pretty soon. So yeah. <laughs> no worries there. And so Tessa like envelops Cole in this like white light, absorbs mm -hmm, his mm -hmm. his soul into her body to then take him to wherever they go. Yeah. And so this part confused me just a little bit. So now Dean and Tessa have another uh, little heart to heart. Mm -hmm. And Tessa's being a little bit brutal where she says, you know, I've been around death my entire life. Um, and the one thing I see over and over again is 
lies. And Dean says, well, you know, like, what do you mean by lies? Oh, she's in a better place. Oh, they're finally together again. I'm like, uh, is it lies because that's not happening? That doesn't happen? Mm. Or is it lies because we don't know, so we're just telling the lies yeah. to... So I was like, that's kind of cold. Um, especially given that she just did this like beautiful enveloping of this boy's soul moment to be like, <laughs> I mean, she wasn't like, <laughs> but she was like, it's all a lie. These are lies, just like you're lying to yourself, thinking that the angels have something good in store for you. Yeah, like you're there chosen, you're special. Yeah, that you're going to be used for good or that you're yeah. going to be rewarded for for this. This is your second chance at redemption. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, ouch. Um, and and what does... the, that's the thing with these angels and and reapers, which are kind of in the same vein. They just see things as as they are. You know, she's with wings. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, listen, maybe they're going to a better place, but I don't even know. It's like I take them and then they go on to the next step. So I it's out of my hands where they end up going. Right. But she does leave him with a little nugget of trust your instincts. Yeah. Stop you lying know? to yourself. <laughs> like, don't yeah. sit there and tell yourself. Yeah, there's no angel I'm sitting going, on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And she even says something bad is coming, right? <laughs> or trust your instincts that you think something bad is coming or something along that line. And, uh, and it's in that moment that Dean hears Pamela's voice. Pamela is now calling him back mm -hmm. out of the realm. And he turns back to say something to Tessa, but she has now gone. And then he wakes up back in the room still a dingy motel room but, yeah <laughs> um and as soon as he wakes up in the room we see pamela remove her hands from her her stab wound and now she's bleeding yeah so the reaping has begun again yeah uh and boy is she pissed yes she's, she's dying she's pissed at them she's pissed at bobby forever introducing them to her in the first yep. place and then dean why why does he say this dean says you're going to a better place now, of course, Pamela says, you're lying. Yeah. It's like, stop it. It's like, what? Why? After what What was just said to him? I mean, what? I mean, is it that just that power, that powerless feeling you have when you can't do anything for anybody? So all you can offer is platitudes and not in a, okay, this is all I have, but this is like, this is all I have. Yeah. You know, this is going to make me feel better by saying these words. You're going to a better place. I don't know, I just felt, I was just like, why? I know. I mean, why not? But why? I know. Um, because also, like, the boys, they usually have the upper hand when it comes to controlling death. Not just with themselves, but, you know, they're the heroes who always right. stop the thing, the bad thing from happening. Thing. Right. And here's someone that is close to them, and it touches, you know, it hits more close to home yeah um and also and this was refreshing to see somebody who's not resolved to die because it seems like a lot of people so far when they are dying and have a little bit of consciousness left i was mm -hmm. like no it's okay just let me go you know she's just like yeah. no this isn't yeah. fair <laughs> yeah this is this your sucks. fault i am blaming you yeah i'm surprised you didn't say like i am going to haunt your asses you know yeah. that was gonna be like the next thing but it wasn't a funny moment she was just being herself which is i didn't want this yeah you brought me Ugh. here i could have just been at home i could have still had my eyesight so that was refreshing to see uh but it was an odd I, I think that was just a script device they just wanted him to say something so she could reiterate 
no, these right. are lies, 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 lies. Right. That's lies, the theme lies, lies, lies. of this episode. Um, yeah. uh, but before she dies, mm -hmm. she like she beckons Sam closer because Sam was sitting on the edge of the bed with her, and he leans down, and she again whispers in his ear so that Dean doesn't hear. And she basically she says, "I know what you did to the demon. I sense what's inside of you, and if you think it's good, it's not. If you think what you're doing is for the good." It's not. Mm -hmm. So again, no lies, bullshit. Lies he's telling himself. Yep, think again. Mm -hmm. And so both Sam and Dean have been told by two very powerful women. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, trust your instincts and stop lying to yourself. Yeah. So in the same moment, like in, within minutes of each other, two very strong women say to the boys, you know, snap out of it basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and she dies she yeah. pamela dies i thought she didn't die um oh like in my brain yeah i thought she lived oh, no. uh so when i saw i was like oh that's how this ends okay yeah. Yeah, uh she and dies. she she dies i was very sad because i love her but what i loved is the way this episode ends is a very earnest moment from dean saying what'd she say to you yeah. It wasn't a, tell me what she said. It was, mm -hmm. it was a very, he leans into it. Like what, what'd she say? Yeah. And, and so we end on Sam's face of, uh, I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to tell Dean what she said. Yeah. And holy shit. She saw, she saw what I did, Yeah. which was murder this demon, uh -huh. you know, with like a snap of my fingers. And of course, then the episode ends with the, the, memoriam to to kim manners mm -hmm. with a couple of photos uh of him and the boys somebody said that that jared was photoshopped into that final picture yeah i read that too that it was actually a picture of somebody else that they photoshopped his face onto it's like they couldn't have found a photo i mean yeah that, even if it was who cares he's in the right. picture um and a couple of pictures of of kim you know, with the crew and stuff in, mm -hmm. in motion, you know, doing the director point, you know, yep. <laughs> there's always a picture of a director pointing. Yeah. That's how, you know, they're the director. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sad, you know, it, uh, a haunt, kind of a haunting end to, the, mm -hmm. to that episode. I, I really enjoyed this episode. It goes by fast when you're watching it, yeah. but I mean, like you just said, it's taking us a long time to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, when I, when I looked up, I mean, I had over 15 pages of notes and I don't think they were unnecessary notes, but just watching the episode, it goes by fast, but there's a lot, there was a lot in there. Yeah. If some of it was, a, was fun, mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot happened. A lot of plot, a lot of plot moved in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it, it started to move at the end of last episode with, mm -hmm. with Sam's little personality changes. Maybe throughout yes. the whole episode, but it was definitely more evident at the end of the of the siren one. Yeah, and now it's really coming in. Full yeah, now force. he's playing the changes. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like he is the changes. It's not just like, oh, did you see that? It's like, oh, this is now him. Mm -hmm. So I, I thought it was a great episode. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a great episode. What's next? The next one is on the head of a pin. Ah, I wonder if it has to do with angels. <laughs> and 
how many of them are on the head of a pin. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. All right. All see you next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this episode other than I really liked it. I'm sad to see Pamela go. I like how Alistair is this. I like how the actors can play the same character. Different actors can play the same character. Yeah. When it's so strong like that. That's always fun for me to watch is how is this person going to play then? And yeah. it's not that much different. Maybe voices and maybe mm-hmm. a couple of mannerisms. But overall, it's like, no, yeah. I know who I know who this character is. Yeah. Whereas for me, the Ruby character, uh, I think the actresses have been so different mm-hmm. that I have to I have to reintroduce myself to them each time there's a new Ruby. I agree. I agree. I think blonde um, blonde Ruby is a different Ruby than than yes. Genevieve's Ruby. Yeah, I forget blonde yeah. Ruby's name, but <laughs> yeah, um, no, she was way more sassy and quippy than than Genevieve's. Right, Ruby. right, right. She was the one who, when she got shot, she was like, "My shirt." <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, since we've been blabbing on for a very long time, we will make this outro short. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready for it. Great. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience. Again, we really appreciate you sticking around with us as we have such a haphazard schedule. Um, But but we love you for sticking with us anyway. Please, if you haven't, subscribe and or follow us anywhere you can find us on a podcast platform. You can also rate us on Apple or anywhere that they allow a rating. I don't (laughs) really know any of the names of the ones that do, but if it's available to you, please do so. We would really, really, really appreciate it. You can find us on social. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. You can also find us on YouTube. We post our episodes there as well. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Okay, so... We will see you next time, whenever that may be, for On the Head of a Pin. Can't wait. Me too. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.